1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of anyone, anyone, anyone. We've all seen that person that knows it all. You know that guy that knows everything? Well, that's not what you're getting here. I'm a know-nothing kind of guy, just trying to broaden my horizons. Join me on my journey of Scotty Doesn't Know. You know it alls. Long time, no see. This is Scotty, and Scotty doesn't know. And my guest today is my good friend Dan Buckley. How's it going, Dan? Not too bad with you. I am good. So today, to get things back in the speed of things, um, you're one of the handiest guys I know. <laughs> and yeah, you got cool hobbies. And one of your cool hobbies is you like to uh, 3D print, I guess, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. Oh, is it 3D printing or is it almost, you're almost to in that caliber of being a maker. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Right. You see, you see that term uh, on the internet, right? Cause I mean, you've got the ability to print. Mm-hmm. You got a pretty good grasp on your carpentry skills. You got a pretty good grasp on your metalworking skills. Um, so you could bring a whole bunch of different medians. Oh, I can hurt myself a bunch of different yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how that works. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I say, you've, uh, you've been doing this, um, how long now? The making and the, 3D yeah, printing? Well, even when did you find that you were a hot, do you call it a hobbyist or when did you find, when did you start making cool shit? The stuff that people are seeing now was probably about five years ago. Right. Uh, I was working a night shift in my main job and meant that I wasn't seeing my wife and kids through the day, but I would wake up at 10 o'clock and, you know, didn't have to leave until three. So I had five hours of sitting around doing nothing. Nothing. And so it was like, eh, I see all these guys doing fun stuff on YouTube. I'm pretty sure I can figure out how to do that. Right. Just made myself a thing and my wife thought it was pretty neat. And I made another thing and another thing and showed some guys at work. And right. That Christmas I got a 3d printer. There you go. And and I mean, too, as the years have progressed and we were just talking about that, um, that, that entry to cost. Um, I mean, like if you think five years ago, you know, what a 3d printer was costing you how much the first one i got was a monoprice mini and it was a christmas gift but when i looked it up it was yeah christmas gift um it was about 180 dollars at the time and could print about four and a half by four and a half by four and a half so about the size of a softball right and then as you you've progressed because now, how many would you say from your starting to where you are now, how many units have you had? How many printers have yeah. you had? Is it bad to say I have five currently? No. Man, <laughs> there's a guy on YouTube that's like printing multi, right? He, the guy, There's a guy on YouTube. I wish I would have had his name for the interview. But, right, he's printing Iron Man suits. And he's doing it, obviously, uh, in segmented pieces. And then he's creating larger pieces by gluing them together or fusing them together and in his workshop i mean i tell you he has 10 
Oh yeah, they're they're what they call print farms. Yeah, and there are guys that have Etsy shops. Yes, they buy the models or create the models themselves. Yeah, and they just run those things. Um, it's a business. Oh yeah, and then all of a sudden a you get one at that, and then and then you can justify. Yeah, having <laughs> honey, I need ten units. It's it's for the business. Yeah, yeah, that's keeping the lights on, baby. It is. It's also yeah. I can only uh, uh, as as always. So all of a sudden you're doing these uh, bigger and bigger prints. This is going to be all over the place too. But um, so you're you're having print times of hours or days. Yeah, the first project I did was uh, I found a bust of the T800 skull right from Terminator. Terminator. Yep, and didn't know anything about print settings. I had. A brand new spool of of filament i threw that in got it all set up said print and it said you know 27 hours right and we're talking a very small right like, soft but ball again, size thing. back in the day i assume everything's gotten more efficient and faster and as you've increased your quality of tools yeah this was more just a whoops on my part right there's um because it's plastic it's basically printing an eggshell a ho hollow object yep and they have another lattice inside of yeah it substructure infill, right and that stops it from caving in on itself when you pick it up right and i had that set way too high and so, so you almost printed I, a solid i almost printed a solid bust so this thing took up most of my roll yep. of, of filament and you know so it's a 30 dollar <laughs> free bust off the internet but it finished okay it, yeah it yeah. worked out all right i mean it's all learning too because i mm. think that's you know you, you watch any video now and they're like oh and you check your settings and you can put in some um supports they always talk I, there's yeah. guys that are always like oh i have more supports you can't go wrong with too many supports yeah you can <laughs> <laughs> but yeah they just make more uh spots for you to clean right oh yeah yeah and yeah. i mean depending on the alignment of the object you're printing like a helmet if you print it the way you would put it on your head the whole inside of the top of the helmet needs to be supported otherwise you're trying to print into open space yeah and it just turns it into a bowl of spaghetti and so that whole infrastructure to hold that just one layer that's eating filament the whole time yeah so i've actually had it where it was you know 60 percent or 70 percent was just support material that has no no purpose other than that so when the print is done you snap it off and you yoink it into the garbage and it's like well that was you know 75 cents for the thing that i made and yeah. two dollars for the thing that i right. threw out and so you know um, it's you get around you figure it out yeah, you quickly figure if i turn it over and yep. print it like a bowl yeah there's much less support right I'm only running the support that far to get the outside of the bottom of the, or the right. top of the helmet. And then all the rest of it is material. So right. I end up with 30 cents versus two bucks. There you go. Um, electricity. Mm -hmm. So you're doing these, um, you know, 27 hour prints. Did you ever, did you ever figure out the, your kilowatt of usage or is it, is it minuscule? Is it, it it's about, well, it is much more than running a, a household computer right um it's the similar kind of power supply but 
I've never actually put like a kilowatt on yep. it to figure it out, but I understand that I'm running a heated bed yep. to help everything stick down and I'm running a heated uh, extruder yep. or hot end to make sure that the plastic is soft enough to print. So it's probably not cheap. Right. We do enough. Almost every bulb in my house is led yeah 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 you know, you've kind of converted down, yeah so. everything's that yeah and i mean ideally too if you're printing overnight that's when you're paying the least amount of money for hydro right. all right. that good stuff it's those yeah. afternoon prints that get you yeah <laughs> the, the eight day prints oh those those suck because and that's that's eight days of stress right you're just oh i hope this doesn't fail while and i'm at work what if the power goes off uh the the big one that I use has uh, auto resume. Right. So if it goes off, it knows, okay, when the power comes back on, ask if I want to continue and it'll bring everything back up and just resume from where it was. You know, that's cool. Hopefully. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm sure that's like, right. As they figure this stuff out, they're like, that would be a cool feature to, you know, in version two or version three of this, let's do this. Cause it's something people have been asking for. And I assume um, big groups, big reddits, uh, lots of people with ideas, lots of people with suggestions mm -hmm. out there. It's an active uh, community. Yes. It's yeah. a very, very active community. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can find the main 3d printing thread on Reddit and it's got probably tens or hundreds of thousands of members. Right. And then you can get down into specific, specific groups dealing with one printer over another right. or a brand over another. Right. And, you know, there's always somebody with, Oh, I've got a new profile. Oh, this will make it print that little bit better. Right. More efficiently somebody that's willing to play around with settings. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm uh, not that guy. If it prints well, I'm, I'm good. Right. So let's just, we'll talk a little bit more about printers here. See how this goes. So that is one of you, uh, that model there that we've got up on the uh, the website. Mm -hmm. uh, sort of one of your first ones. Uh, it was actually my second. Second. So that's your typical. You put the spool on the side. It auto uh, it pushes it and prints from the bottom up. Yes, it's called a gantry system. So the vertical a frame that you see there or well not a frame it looks, looks like an a frame to like me it's a, a. yeah 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 i'll um, take that description yeah. um that moves up and down on the z plane yep and the build deck where the elk sure is that moves x or okay so th there's they both go yeah interesting um the hot end moves back and forth along the horizontal bar so that's your x-axis the plate moves on the y and the gantry moves on the Z. You see, that makes totally sense when I look at it there and I can see that how it would do that. But, you know, before I looked at that picture, I assumed that the extruder was doing both. But no. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I, I, each one is, is yeah, different yeah. It, and they're much smarter people that the design. Oh, right. A hundred, right. Exactly. Exactly. That is, a, it's funny, right? Um, so something like that would have a max height, I guess. The, yes. the plate is the max size, right? Yes, it's referred to as build volume. Right. So in that case, um, the build volume, I 
it's always in metric. So I believe it's 235, 235 mils on the X, 235 on the Y, and I believe 375 or 400 in the vertical. So right. about 10 by 10 by about 14. Right. So as, as you say, with experience, would you say, are you building more pieces now, multi-pieced and fusing together versus doing it in one print? It really kind of depends on, on what the model? I'm doing. Um, I've printed a Judge Dread helmet, uh, and that was all one piece. But like I said, the longer you're printing, the more, the more stress chance there is for right. a failure in the print right. at some latter stage. Um, I'm printing currently uh, M41A1 pulse rifle from Aliens. Yep. And that's in 27 pieces. So that's 27 different. So you're basically making yourself a model to build. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Which yeah. is, if you think back when we were kids and we were putting car models together and stuff, I mean, a lot of those kits, um, I don't know if those sprues would have been excluded or whether they would have been injection mold. They would have been injection mold, which yep. I mean, you're just taking the mold away and, and doing the same thing almost, mm -hmm. which, yeah. That's like when I did 40K. It was um, most of their stuff uh, early on when they got out of metal. It was all injection, right? And then mm -hmm. you clip it off the off the sprue and you clean the mold line and you clean the where the sprue was. So, I mean, guys have been rubbing plastic for years and years. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, and yeah, buffing and, I mean, and that's, filling and, yeah. That's where I probably got started. I mean, one of my earliest making something kind of memories uh, was my first glue together model kit and my dad was very much of the here you're not doing that right kind of guy so i'm like that guy yeah i was that guy with my friends i was probably that guy with my kids i'm still that guy at work i mean then it's like conscientiously i'm like show me how you did that dan yeah. and it's like right just i'm gonna stick my hands in my pockets and i'm not gonna touch it and yeah 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 I'm like but it's my toy i mm -hmm. i would be the one that's you know, I played with it. I, I know how to show you how the how to get the most out of this when I let you play with it. Yep. <laughs> Once I'm done learning you, yeah, then, then you can play with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll really have some fun. Yeah. But uh yeah, it, it's interesting, right? And then um as you've progressed, because right, you're not you're you you can choose lots of colors, right? So lot oh, every yeah. color in the rainbow. Now they're doing uh metallic. And now they're mm -hmm. doing multi-colored. What's the coolest new um, filament that's out on the market? Oh, geez. Well, um, or the coolest one you're using? The coolest one I'm using right now is uh, one from a company called G-Tech. G-E-E-E-Tech. T-E-C-H. So three E's in G. And uh, they make a gold silk filament they call it it's a pla it's the the same type of plastic as all the other ones but it just it's printing perfectly out of my machine so i have right i've bought five spools of it in a row now <laughs> so yeah it's printing to the point where it almost just i take it off the build plate run my hand over it all the support material falls off and i can go straight to priming and paint right Cool. And so it just a little less time, right? Yeah. 
So, and then this one here that we've got brought up, the Elgu yep. uh, resin, right? Yes. Okay. So instead of extruding filament, it's you're you're printing out of a pool of resin in the bottom. Yes, it's a UV reactive or ultraviolet light reactive uh, resin. Where have we come to? This is like science fiction. Oh yeah, it, it's creepy to watch. I've seen a couple people have. <laughs> A little puddle of it and they'll put an ultraviolet light on it and lift yep. the paintbrush out and rather than it dripping it becomes a solid yeah well i mean there's like, even uh, those pens that do that now yeah. yeah 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 it's crazy but yeah this that is i wouldn't recommend that one for smaller children right just because the toxicity of the resin it's really bad for you to get it on your skin i see a lot of can, people on youtube yeah. like they've got gloves when they take it off and then they've got a like they soak it in isopropyl yep. alcohol to neutralize it mm -hmm. and then sometimes they're still putting it in a um what you might call it um wash and cure station yeah yep yeah um generally i'm using uh, water soluble vegetable based resin yeah those the stations afterwards right where you can it almost does both right yeah so you you put it in and it it almost has like a cyclonic mm -hmm. it agitates it as well yeah it's got a magnetic uh a magnet on a high speed motor at the bottom and so your washing tub has a magnetic agitator and so if you, depending on whether you've got water, like for my water-based stuff or yep. isopropyl for the more advanced right. resins, um, you turn it on to spin and you hear it and yep. it spins up just like a, one of those magic stirring yep. coffee mugs yep. and does that for a couple minutes to wash all the loose gloopy yep. stuff off of it, this non-cured, and then you take it out, let it air dry for a couple minutes. Then you put it back onto a little flat plate that again, keys into that same motor. It runs at a much lower speed right. and it turns on a bank of Ellie. And you, and you LEDs. bake it one more time. Yeah. Kind of thing to just. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could have like originally they would just wash it in a tub with gloves and yeah. full, full PPE. And then you take it outside and leave it in the sun. But right. you know, there are some places that, don't have sun all of the time yeah 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 we'll just push it forward and it's one more thing we can sell you yeah yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's cool um you can do a lot of different things i would assume with that medium versus the extruder yes uh you get orders of magnitude higher resolution right uh the layer lines in the filament type or fdm the minimum layer height that i've ever been able to achieve is 0.1 of a millimeter so one tenth of a millimeter right thick. and with the resin printers you can get down to 0 0.01 so like really really <sighs> right. thin to the point where you can't even see it you can not under no with yeah, normal yeah, yeah. eyes under normal light what would you need to print like that fine or is it more of the buildup? It's, well, if you were building, or I've seen people do uh, 
the positives for resin cast or not resin casting but metal casting yes. for rings and jewelry right um back to your warhammer stuff if you There's want tons of guys mail, yeah and you want to be able to see the chain mail if you want it to look as good as it comes from uh the games workshop yep then you You're have doing to crank that, that up and, yep you know. there's this huge thing now with the whole like right 3d scanning and i guess it's piracy um so right this whole thing of piracy and right that game workshops charges too much for models and for what they are and blah mm -hmm. and now i can do it myself and but uh i i think too in looking there's enough companies now that are like oh we don't even have to worry about that we're going to provide you as a collector plans or modeling and right here's our game system and here are our models you can print them off you mm -hmm. can buy and you can print as many as you want and you're just buying the file right and and yeah so then it's like if you have the rule set and you want to play with some cool necro squirrel army mm -hmm. and somebody's made it you print it off and play with it and yeah. do, you, you never take it to tournament play but I mean, so much of it's homebrew and at home, mm -hmm. and it just gives you options that you know a company might never sink the money into doing that. Right. But yeah, I mean, there are a lot of uh, fans of Warhammer or any of the other paper and and dice yeah. games that will reimagine the characters. So I know that there was, I saw someone mentioning. I'm not an aficionado of of the warhammer me neither i sold out to the i sold out to do magic again and then i sold out to do this so. <laughs> Fair enough. um but there was a specific model that was fairly popular discontinued discontinued yeah. and someone went back in looked at their model and decided i think it should be this way instead of this way yeah i think it's more be, dynamic yeah more dynamic so they reimagined the figure and then released it and sold a buttload of them. Yep. And okay, yes, technically it was someone else's IP, but it wasn't, you know, yeah, 3D scanned. And then, oh, there you go. I just sold you mine. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it, it, it's it's a cloudy it's a cloudy thing, right? And I, as I you think say, technically, it, it's still IP theft. It is, but well, it's no different than you know. And doing this, the appreciation of uh, Wes has had some, because uh, he's done a little bit more of um, on Phantom Power, the, you know, oh, our top 10 rated songs on this and that. And, you know, you play a smidgen, you try to keep it under, you know, 10 or 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, I got a copyright strike. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're like, I guess I'm stripping the audio out of that one. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it, it's, but if no one's there to police you and you're not going anywhere and you're just printing for yourself or you're printing for your buddies and you never put it anywhere and have a, a shop or an Etsy or whatever, man, they're never coming after you. Right. And, and I think that was always sort of the plan was that, you know, as long as you're not trying to, Oh, I'm cutting games workshop out. I'm just going to yep. recreate the entire. Yes crusader line yep yep and yeah because yeah. you've done some cool uh custom pieces and uh you've had some requests and things like that mm -hmm. um i made a request because eventually i'm gonna get shit on my walls behind me and uh 
I've got myself a multi-pass, mm. which looks like Lilu Dallas multi-pass. The one from the movie. So that's from Fifth Element. And I mean, that's that's spot on. That's that's good, right? Yep. And as I say, when you look at it, it's, you know, it's. I assume you printed it in metallic or did you paint it metallic? No, I painted it. It was just there gray you go. resin. Just gray resin. And then, um, right, you got the button painted and then you did some uh, cutting and pasting and got the picture on it. And I'm like, that's exactly what I was expecting. And I'm like, that's cool. If you flash it up fast enough in front of the camera, it's enough for people to go, I want one of those. Multipass. Yeah, it's awesome. And I'm like, I think, too, that's always it, right? It's, to me, it's more than what I would ever want. Is it is it screen replica? Well, no. But, I mean, it took you X amount of time and from home and with, hobby style paint and mm -hmm. but it's like i look at that and i puts a smile on my face and reminds me of a movie i like yep and that's that's it and it's funny we were talking about that and i'm not a collector of that sort of <laughs> thing right mm -hmm. it's uh it's interesting because there i've got something else to put up the wall and you were like that doesn't make sense and i'm like oh it doesn't need to make sense <laughs> i said it's an inside joke that i've got with right uh and it's like oh it's more the name of the character than that it's uh, a batman figure okay <laughs> so he'll be like the only poor action figure on the wall and everybody will be like you must really like that action figure yeah it just seemed like he's for everybody uh, watching it's as real from batman it is and right. ideally when i played uh world of warcraft mm -hmm. my character name was asriel Okay. So that it's more that right. than um and then um ideally that was probably from 40k but it's hard to find a a, a bust of a little 35 millimeter uh guy but now right no I'll find I, it now. I, yeah yeah I know a guy that knows a guy that uh, probably can find it and so yeah I could use them as bookends right my mm -hmm. two favorite Azriels but <laughs> um yeah but that was it and it's like and I always knew there was a Batman character that was Azrael, and it's like, oh, it's not my end of things, but I like the fact that his name is Azrael. It's more the name than the figure, so. Right. But it's a, it's a cool looking figure, so yeah, that never hurts. But yeah, it's it's um, the filling in of of space and of hobby stuff, and you're like, me and Wes get into this conversation all the time, and it's like. It, it it's weighing that that nerd quotient it's like oh i like movies and i like uh comic books and i'm like i like storylines and stuff like that but i'm not a <laughs> not a collector yeah yeah it's weird how everybody <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know what the exact mechanism to make yeah one decide you know what i want to make a blade runner blast yeah I want to make uh, the best, most accurate Han Solo blaster ever. Yeah. You know? And it's like, it, it's when I think as it's progressed, here, we'll pull up some of your projects. So that, I'm going to assume, without knowing and looking at that, this is like going to test my, uh, is, that a, is that a lighter? It is. So that's from... Um, are you testing your ability? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know. Oh, you should know. You painted oh, I it. Absolutely not. Uh, so it's a lighter, and it's a a DC movie. Uh, Constantine. Yes. Ah. So uh, I assume the lid opens. It does. Nice. Nice. It's it's basically just a hollow form 
you can actually put a full zippo oh so it's it. like a hold that's cool so i mean you could get that ching that you would get yes from, from a zippo lighter when you open it so a knife i'm gonna say uh dune nope nope all right this one was done for my wife if that helps like at all so a big fire fan uh firefly fan she is but, but that's not from that that not that property what property uh supernatural okay so that's, somebody stabbed somebody with it yeah that's the uh castiel's angel blade from supernatural right and it was mostly just that it, uh there it's always hard to get a convincing metal finish and that was trying a one of those mirror right trying to get to a metallic kind of yeah. right yeah hard to get that full shine you get silver and you get gray right like metallic gray <laughs> most of the time that's usually what what metallic looks like right which i mean to me i look at that and i go that's metal but yeah. as you say it's just not that chrome that steel that blade um that's victor von doom yeah it is yeah i'm actually working on a full cosplay of him being six foot six i figured that should be imposing enough if i went to a right con dressed in that right right so right belt helmet or mask i guess you've got then you've yeah. got to do a cowl um and then he's got gauntlets right yes yeah i actually i'm uh i'm on i'm a patron of uh nico industries right and he is a 3d modeler down in california he does uh some really incredible stuff and he did a uh an amalgamation of the uh thanos's gauntlet the right. infinity gauntlet but all done with uh runes and celtic stuff cool from asgard right from the world of thor so yes. i figured that's sort of i'm making my own version of that of dr doom right. so i'm gonna make these gauntlets really nice and detailed cool and all that kind of stuff so patreon you throw him like a couple bucks every month yeah i think it's 13 dollars a month and, and then you, you get, get access to the he gives us a zip pack every month of between eight and ten That's or cool. twelve models right and they're free to uh right print and reproduce that's at cool your, at your whim it's funny too because i feel like like as you've you, you dive into this and everyone seems to do a patreon and it's like well you know other than supporting something that you love and allowing that person to continue to do it mm -hmm. it's like oh you know to me it's there's there's got to be a rub right so getting the files is cool right and yeah, then it, like there are some people my wife was a, a patron of uh a youtuber and she did commentaries on movies that she'd never seen before and it's like okay but really yeah like that's it that's all you get you're just I mean, paying for this person's yeah but when you know, you're existence. an entertainer when you're an entertainer and that's yeah. that's your product yeah that's i mean that's what you're right so you know uh, every patron patreon uh, patron gets to pick a movie and i'll watch it and review it and whatever or you know some of them do like early access so you get right. instead of waiting like the peasants mm -hmm. for monday you get the show on sunday yeah. or you get like the extended scene or you get the extended 
um things. So yeah, it's it's interesting. Oh, look at that one. That is a multi-pass. Lilu Dallas multi-pass. Now, as as I say, I feel like you printed that, mm -hmm. you posted that. Mm -hmm. Now, um, if anyone wants to follow you, you do have uh a Facebook page, sort of now. Is it more to the arcade? Is it your Kortha? arcade or did you just post that on your regular i believe i posted that on my personal page but you know Kawartha arcade machines is uh your other side hustle my other side hustle so. <laughs> um I, I i don't know my fun paying hobby i don't like right. hustle it makes it sound shady to me it, it is it totally <laughs> is it's funny everyone's like it's like, oh, I wonder if it's a hustle because you're doing it on the side from your like your day job. Mm -hmm. Back in the days when you couldn't tell your employer that you yeah. had another job, so it was a hustle. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your fun hobby that uh, occasionally uh, puts money in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's funny you posted that, and then I think you got a. I want one of those too. Now, was that your wife? Yeah, commented so, on your link that yeah by the way dan <laughs> you're printing a second you're one printing a second one <laughs> well, good thing the file's still in the computer yeah 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 I, I know how to do it now but uh that was uh yeah i like it, it's that right and as, as soon as you put it out it's interesting the people that um see it and go oh i like that mm -hmm. and this is interesting right so it's a it's a an own a bottom of an oni mask right um but you did that early on in the lockdown yep because you can you were an essential worker mm -hmm. so you continue to work and you wore that over your everyday boring mask medical mask yeah. and made it a little more exciting yeah i got a lot of comments and strange looks at first when right. i showed up on the job site with that i didn't wear it many times i think i i actually only wore it for the one full day right because i'm working construction and yeah you, you, you're up you're down you're moving yeah and the last thing you want to do is it printed and it painted up nicely and so the last thing i want to do is accidentally turn my face too fast and, and, and yeah crack it open or ding it or it. all those things that yeah. happen to nice things right yeah it's like I took a tile. We got ordered some uh, tile for our basement, and uh, I laugh because I took one out and I set it down, and it fell, and I crunched the corner. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> like, I guess that's going in. Some, yeah, that's going to be a very hidden spot. Yeah, that'll be a trim piece, a trim piece for sure. But um, yeah, it's, as you say, you print this stuff, and then it's like, man, never take it anywhere, never use it anywhere, because it's like I don't want to wreck it. Mm -hmm. I don't want to, right? I don't want to have to repaint it. I don't want to touch it up. Well, now, was it from any IP or was it just you like the idea of an Oni mask and you pulled that file? Uh, actually, coincidentally, it happened to be around the same time that uh, Cyberpunk came out. Yes. And it's got a very strong right. Japanese yep. uh, influence to it. I believe Johnny Silverhand's band was called Samurai. So Right. I was seeing that. Did you play it? I did. Did they fix it? Yeah. I, they, they honestly, I was playing it on the Series S, and I didn't have any issue. No. It had until a lot. much, much later in the game. It got roasted. Oh, yeah. Um, 
again, this is the same thing, right? Being a fan, I mean, I know people are anxious, but I feel like there was so much pressure because they're saying, oh, you know, here's a beta, here's a this, here's a that. And they were so excited as fans for the release. I think they released it early. Yes. Or before they felt they were ready to. And then they get roasted by the fans that told them to release it. That it was buggy and incomplete. Yeah, I mean... Hypocrites. Well, they released the original announcement trailer about 10 years ago. (laughs) And they showed one set of things. And you're like, wow, that looks really incredible. I really want to play that. And then years go by and they release a totally different trailer. It looks like a completely different thing. The world looks the same, but... None yeah. of the character that you saw in the first one is in the second one. And you're like, okay, that seems a little weird. And then the game was pushed back and pushed back. And from what I understand, the money people at uh, Project Red yeah. just said, that's it. It's coming out right on November 18th, we, Yeah, it, it's whether time. it's ready or not. Yeah. Because I guess the thing that I didn't know when it first came out was that it plays well on the series S and X, but it's actually playing the Xbox one version of the game in emulation mode. Yes. So it's got super high, uh, spec hardware in the series X yep. and S, but it's playing the dumbed down version. Yep. And so when you tried to play the dumbed down version on even worse hardware, yeah, it just yeah yeah I know just freaks sure. right out. And I mean, this is it too. And I think there's tons of people that don't understand that. Um, you see all these sneak peeks and these videos. I mean, that's not gameplay. No, um, that's like the Star Wars uh, Eclipse. Yep, the new one. Man, it looks awesome. That does look that from what I've understood, that is done in Unreal 5. So yes. that is the game engine. That, yes, but not gameplay. No. So I mean that's cinematic that's been created to uh generate buzz. Mm-hmm. But I mean, and you'll see, I, I guarantee you, you'll see that quality in cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And because they've been able to do that for like yeah, eight years. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The idea that that's that's not gonna be what you get. And I think there's still people out there that struggle with that. What I'm seeing is not what I'm buying. Right. But yeah, yeah. Yet another kind of fan versus that. It's Yeah, it's, it's interesting to me for sure. Mm-hmm. So somebody's jaw. Again, it was mostly the most challenging thing for me for finishing is creating a realistic so that's like a finish. brass patina, I assume. Yeah, yeah. And looks that's, again is just gray plastic PLA underneath. Yep. And me looking at that, that's exactly to me that looks metallic. That looks like it's been done. Fools me. No, oh, there you go. <laughs> that was what I was going for. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's um, actually sitting on the, from what I understand, on the front counter at Riverside Tattoos. In oh, very cool. Very cool. It's their business card holder. That makes sense. That's cool. He's now let me say, he's above where the perfect purple rooster was down by the bus stop, or is he in a house in Belleville? Oh, he's in is a, there not a Riverside in 
Is there not a Riverside skateboard and tattoo place in Peterborough? There is, but that, this was uh, okay. Belleville. Chris, Chris told Jesse and Riverside tattoos in Belleville. Oh, isn't that funny? I automatically thought that of the guy in uh, in Peterborough, but yeah, that's cool. when we when we went looking because I helped them develop the web presence as well. Right. Uh, it was one of those ones. Well, Riverside Tattoo is already taken. Yeah. .com, .ca. Like, clearly, there's at least two other shops. Yeah. So you might want to reconsider. But it's, he's like, I've already got the shirts in yeah, the printer. Yeah, this is tough, what it's going right? to be. And it's like, man, did you? That's, I mean, even playing around with, with this and, you know, um, Sawcast Productions and hanging at the barbershop. And, man, we Facebooked that. We Instagrammed that. We Googled that. We went on to Apple Music and Spotify. And like you search out all those names just to see, how, you know, how many other, just in case we like hit the algorithm and go viral. We mm -hmm. want to make sure people are looking up the right people. Right. <laughs> and make sure the spelling <laughs> is correct. So yeah. 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 Oh, I thought it was being smart. Oh, there's a couple like that, that they're like, um, years ago, he was a landscaper and he spelt something different and he's like oh i like the play i'm like you like the play on incorrect spelling and i i never i never quite got what he was selling mm -hmm. but um yeah, yeah i'm like or did you get the business cards made and then you're like i gotta come up with a story <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that'd be rough whoops yeah. i got the ei wrong yeah oh i did that on purpose yeah 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 because it's never uh I before E with me, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's interesting, but yeah, as you say, so much out there and there's so much more presence in a digital media that, yeah, you got to see, you got to play your cards, right. Mm -hmm. And see how it goes. But I mean, right. I bet if you search uh, Riverside slash uh, Belleville or use my location, mm -hmm. he's the first one on the top of the list. Probably. Yeah. So I mean, my phone. I'm sure my phone. Every time I do a search for something business wise, it asks to use my location. So, mm -hmm. it is what it is. And that is, I think, too. I don't know if I would recognize that outside of, but that's the uh, the blaster from Blade Runner. Nope. No. Okay. Then I. Uh, then I don't know. Okay, that's the small blaster that they used in Babylon Five. Okay, I know Babylon Five. I would not have been able to peg that as that blaster. Yeah, they didn't use blasters a whole lot. They used the Gunstar or whatever the gunship that they yes. launched out into space. That they used quite a bit, but they didn't. There wasn't a whole lot of yeah. There's lots of space battles. Yeah, but not a lot of uh... proportionally, I suppose. Yeah. So that was our blaster from Babylon Five, and then this is sort of showing. Um, what it's coming off of uh, the uh, extruder, right? Yes. So that's the only mask. Okay. And you can see all the support coming off. Right. The build surface to hold those unsupported sections. Right. I got, because it almost is like, I'm like, I'm not sure what that is. Yeah. So. Believe me, there are some days when I'm looking at it and it's created a whole lattice of, of support and I don't even see what it is I'm printing. Right. At first, and then I'm like, oh, I think that's a piece that I'm keeping. <laughs> and 
and there it is unpainted right you can actually see on this that the the tips of the downward pointing fangs yep. have snapped off so i ended up having to go back into the support material find out where they were because a little bit of layer shift yeah and i mean you're dealing with the hot end is skipping around to a bunch of different places yes so it's not always putting hot material on hot material so that it grips really well sometimes it's been two or three minutes since and that had back. anything put on it and then it doesn't grab particularly well so you end up with those little failures like that so that's where crazy glue and zip kicker so come you in. basically took the tip off you go back through the garbage or your pile of supports, find it, mm -hmm. nip it off, and super glue. And then Bondo and Sculpey. And, right. Yeah. What was the other thing you said? You said zip, the super glue. Zip, zip kicker. And what's it? It's a fast activator. Okay. Uh, Adam Savage from Mythbusters. Yes. One of the Found gods, founders gods or... of makers. Yes. He was one of those people that turned me on to a whole bunch of tricks and that's it's some weird smelling chemical that right. you spray onto one part and then the minute you touch them together it's instantly kicked off you know it's funny i'm getting some stuff uh done around the house and um my carpenter friend he's like oh and i'm like what, what he's doing the window boxes and you know when i did the window boxes i just right cut them made them into squares and then tried to have it square and put my nails in and all this stuff and he's putting this stuff on and then he's spraying it mm -hmm. so it's it's and i was like what is that he's like oh it's miter something glue mm -hmm. so right you, you you put the glue on like normal mm -hmm. and then you've got your cut and then you spray it and you put it and it's almost instant bond so then instead of having a box that's all weeble wobbly while you're trying to put your, if you didn't have clamps or right, mm -hmm. a true do it at home guy like myself. It's like, ah, got my knee and my oh, gun. Yeah. And I hope I'm it's right there, buddy. Yeah. I hope it's still square. And he's like, oh man, he says, you do a small enough box. This stuff will actually like hold it true and square. And it's exactly that. It's a, it's a two part. You, right. You set the glue down, you spray it. And then it's almost, he says, you got to be prepped and ready to go. Mm-hmm. But he says it's so much easier. And he says, you know, it does great work on um, on wood and plywood. But he says where it shines is MDF. Yeah, nice smooth. Because right, it so it soaks in more, and it's it's and right, and the MDF being, I guess, paper based or whatever you want to say. Or mm -hmm. he says it's like instant, and it's a, like it's strong. You couldn't shake it loose once it's set. Yeah, I'm like. How would a guy like me ever have known that? And he's like, you wouldn't. Mm -hmm. Unless you were looking at like a hundred videos of guys and somebody pulled it out and be like, oh, here's my pro tip. I use miter glue, fast set 25. Mm -hmm. As you said, but this is it. You've got all, as much as you're like, oh man, I like making stuff and I do all this cool stuff. You still have to commit time to watch other people. Oh yeah to improve your your craft yes absolutely and it's like it's funny because michelle's like <laughs> she laughs because god bless i'm not watching videos of watching other people play video games mm -hmm. i think that's her biggest like what are those people doing i'm like oh they're watching this guy beat this boss on uh elden ring mm -hmm. and she's like 
why aren't they playing Elden Ring? And I'm like, well, they probably do, but they're probably stuck. So they went and right, this guy can beat them. So they're looking for hints and tips on right. how to do it. And then they'll watch him and how he does it. Right. And she's like, no. It's it's sort of like watching someone watch a cooking show. Yep. It's like, why are you, you could be cooking? Yeah. Or you could be watching someone cook. Yep. But now you're watching someone watch someone cook. Like, really? Yeah. Yeah. I used to have major complaints when my son used to watch people react to Twitch videos. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. Just, it, but I mean, in some ways, I, I, I find it entertaining because then you're getting their honest, if, if like right first view, never seen, mm -hmm. and you watch them watching it and you're like now did you go and watch the video first and have your own genuine reaction and then you're curious what how everyone else's reaction is so then you went and watched it yeah yeah i think for me it yeah. would be more reacting this is a thing that i like and i see people are reacting to yeah. the thing that i like do they find it as yeah as rewarding as i do or are they just going this guy's a loser yeah <laughs> uh so um dead eye death stroke death stroke uh will smith played him in suicide squad that was dead shot shot oh dear lord yeah it was a yeah. bit of an oversight on dc's part to have dead shot and death stroke so close to the same name in the same universe but this was actually uh, i want to say that's eight pieces right you can actually see the seam right around the jawline yep. and one up in the forehead. Yep. And that's part of you know, finishing it is this is probably the third coat of uh, Bondo and glazing compound. Because you got to be careful that you don't fill in too much detail, right? Right. And that's the finished. That's the finished product. You can still see a little bit of the hint in the one in the mouth. But. Well, it's funny too, though, right? It's... um. It's interesting because, as you say, if there's if there was a physical uh, vertical joint down the middle, the paint job yeah does a pretty makes it a job. very forgiving cover up, right? Yeah, very easy to you, visually hide it. And you know what? And here and here's here's the kid, right? You're doing it as a hobby. You're doing it as something you enjoy. Mm -hmm. And um, it's most of the time from my collection. Yeah, and so. and it, it's 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 based on your skill set. Mm -hmm. It's like anyone that's like oh the you know right you're looking at these and you're like oh i can see that and you know if you would have just done this or done that and it's like well shit or get off the pot mm -hmm. go go, go buy, buy yourself your a printer, printer. <laughs> yep. and see how many things you waste and ruin and and then go and get and try to do a finish and let's see let's see your let's see your work mm -hmm. come join the community yep. and post your stuff and show us what you what you do and be be prepared for the critiques oh yeah and the comments and yeah, it's oh, like that's the wrong shade of orange it, it actually fades from a, a red to an orange it's sort of color shifty and it should be that blue depending on what version of deathstroke you're using yeah. it oh, should be man. you know it should be sort of a, a titanium blue right. or a burnt metal blue. i'm a new 52 guy and this is what he looks in new yeah. 52 so anything before that not my not my <laughs> not cup my of tea jam. yeah so is this the 
that Blade is Runner. The, the Blade Runner. Nice. Yes. Nice. But that shows that was printed off two different machines in and two different, different two different materials. materials. Now, well. on purpose, or that's just what you had in those machines when you printed? I was trying to get it done quickly. And so I wanted, because I have a tendency to 80% a bunch of jobs, meaning I start something. <laughs> High five, Dan. <laughs> I start something and then I'm like, yeah, I'll get back to that next weekend because I'm all out of time this weekend. Yep. And then two, three years goes by. Ask my wife about the bathroom wall upstairs. It's D been 11 years waiting Dude. for me to sand it. 21 years in this house <laughs> 21 moved in when ethan was born um we built it and then you know it's funny too because when you build or whatever whatever you're doing and right money gets tight or time gets tight or life gets busy and you're just like i'm happy with this mm -hmm. i can man i can live like this i don't need ceiling i don't need finished carpentry i don't need light switches it's yep. like right you just a, pinch those two wires together yeah, and the lights come yeah. on. How bad could it be? Yeah, just <laughs> sometimes I get excited. <laughs> it's like, right? Whoa, I like the shot. Yep. The toilet flushes and the door closes. Yeah. That's yeah. good enough for me. And it's 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 that thing. And as they say, we've been fortunate enough, uh <laughs> right as we've progressed and we've done little projects ourselves. And I'm not a, a, a detail-oriented or a, a real finished guy. So uh, some things are like, oh, yeah, I did that, and it's okay. So we uh, we had the opportunity that uh, this year our mortgage was due. So we've leveraged the mortgage a little bit. And uh, I tell you, nothing funner. Because <laughs> the money's there. Yep. It's got to be spent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Nothing funner than going shopping and calling in trades guys and getting quotes and paying bills. Do, do they actually call you back? I'm done, a trades guy. I've done all right. Okay, you're lucky. Yeah, I uh, I was a long time finding. I want to change the whole sump pump uh, system because basically it's a hole in the basement with two seventy dollar column pipe pumps from um, Home Hardware. Mm -hmm just where we are we consistently get uh water you may or may not hear them cutting on on air a couple times when we've recorded and that's almost i probably am only dry in the pit like a month or two a year and other than that uh, i'm pretty active in the spring i can be active in the winter uh it was cold this winter i had the line freeze which pissed me off so i was out with a kettle of water pouring it down the line um mm -hmm. and then right then you go well I'll, I'll use a shorter line well that just puts the water closer to the house and i feel like it just trickles back in yeah. i'm not getting it away from the house as with everybody i'm sure everybody has shitty outage stories about power and stuff but i tell you when you're you're filling up uh, a liter a minute in your basement and the power goes out and you don't you're have battery back, to sleep that night you know you get super nervous i actually yeah, that was um i went to uh wes's that night so i did probably 20 or 30 buckets and uh thank god i have a young robust son that wasn't doing anything that <laughs> night and i left him at home here on bucket duty and uh i went to wes's and man uh, i was very responsible i'm just having sips of beer super relaxed and i tell you when that power came back on fuck did i get drunk <laughs> like Woo, I'm not yeah. gonna lose the house yeah 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 and probably that was one of the worst hangovers i've had in the last 
15 years. Oh, Did you end up with a puppy though? No, oh. no, I was not quite that drunk. Yeah, you got that. I mean, right? Funny things happen at Wes's no, place. I know. I, I'm excited for this year that I, right? Things will be back to normal. Like we had a mm -hmm. great, it's always funny too, that first year, other than poor Kelly. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's her story to tell one day, but she got a little under the weather before the night was through. Mm -hmm. But I mean, we had so much, like that first inaugural go to Wes's on the on the long weekend in August. Mm -hmm. I guess it's not a long weekend, but whatever. We made it long. It was bank holiday. Yeah. Oh, bank holiday, I guess. Yeah. Or civic long weekend? Yeah. August sure. 1st, whatever. Yeah. And uh man, we drank and we pooled. The weather was perfect. We went down to Midnight Madness. I had a little dance party by myself. Um looked, it was good. Looked great. I Sure it does. And apparently the video is corrupted and it will never hit the internet. So oh, no, I, I, oh you've got a copy? You should I, send me a yeah. copy. Oh, I totally will. Because Wes's copy is not in good shape. Oh. And then the next year it was like, right? I think uh Kelly went a little slower, kind of changed the vibe. So oh, right? it, my wife set the yardstick. I maybe that's, that's the distance marker. Maybe. Yeah, and I bring feel it back from Kelly about yeah. 10 feet. And I feel like right, the the walk downtown wasn't quite as exciting and Right, it's hard to to reach that excitement when it was, you know, it was new. And then I think last year uh, with the pandemic, and then it rained and it was cold, and we were in the garage, and it was like it's just a little more subdued, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm excited for this year, yes, because it's going to be back to you know no social distancing no masks um we'll be able to go downtown i'm sure they're going to do midnight madness um i'm hoping for nice weather just right it's just that i'm like i am ready to cut loose yeah, i'm ready to step out yeah be drunk be seen yeah 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 but yeah as i say you went to that and you were convinced that it went from i'm not ha i'm not taking home a puppy to hey uh we'll take that one but, and and the thing was that it was it changed too because there was a little black puppy that I was just that's the one right that, that's mine right there and yeah we veered hard hard right and you took a fuzzy brown one yeah it took took uh, Chewy yeah and he's been quite the the little mitful ever since I mean that's I mean I think dogs as whole right I mean they're their own person and personality so it's it's so and right that litter. Mm -hmm. was all over the place oh yeah because you got the one that west kept uh bob shaky I mean, bob yep. shaky bob he still looks like a chihuahua mm -hmm. and i mean yours has like it's long haired mm -hmm. and it's like it's got little like pointer ears and i don't even know what he looks like i we've been told pomeranian oh there you go so yeah but the, uh, yeah and as i say right i don't even remember what the dad looked like i think he was somewhat small and black and i think he was the kind with the curly tail i don't doesn't matter mm -hmm. but um yeah <laughs> there was a bit of off <laughs> diverged a yeah little yeah bit. yeah but yeah so i mean at the end of the day entry level to start something like this there, there's printers that are hundreds of dollars there's i assume printers that are mid-range like five to six and then there's yeah i mean there's high-end 
there are several menu several makers or right. manufacturers that make everything from a hundred dollar you know can do something coasters yep. and little mini engravers and stuff about that big to things that can print the full helmet or right chest rig all and you said belt. you also have something on order yeah i got behind a kickstarter from elegoo yes the, for the next one for the big resin printer right and so it i believe prints 12 by 8 inch by 16 and it is is that the kicker is that the 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 buy-in is because you want to be bigger and more complex is that the simplicity of it is is the upgrade is it's, to to do more just build volume right right like if i want to print nothing but keychains and rings and, yeah you'd never and have Warhammer right figures yes and yeah i only need something that can print that big yep right like four inch in diameter that's but you've got for you've me. got lofty ideas so you need a lofty printer right i mean i've got i've been sitting on the plans for a colonial viper helmet viper pilot helmet from okay the original Battlestar galactica right always loved that helmet yep i just want one for my collection yep but it's about 14 inches sorry wide yeah and it's about 10 inches or 12 inches high and again you know probably 10 inches deep right which none of those numbers will sit on on, on my build plate currently right. and so the last thing i want to do is cut it because then you end up with these hanging out parts and more support is needed and more chance for failure right so the bigger i can get the more likely i'll be able to print that helmet or print yeah robocop's gun in one shot right right the the complexity and the ability to do stuff that you're wanting to do comes with right. that and, yeah and resin printing tends to be a whole lot cleaner right out of the gate a you, lot of less material and you're literally when the print is done you can wash it off cure it and be sanding it and painting it right. in about 20 minutes as you see the the hobby or the tech increasing do you think you'll see resin take over 90 percent of the market and no one even worry about I, or do you still think at that price point for that smaller stuff there's still a a need to use an extruder i think that for me anyways if the if they find a way to make even more recyclable uh material like the the filament to be either made of right and it may well be i'm not up sure on it, sure but, sure um but if they make the the filament itself out of recycled material or they make it that you can chop it up i think that would be into, super cool that if you could reuse your your bad prints and mm -hmm. somehow get a little grinder and then a melter that would re-extrude it they they have the machines they just don't do it well okay. they don't do it consistently right and this stuff is you know judging by the one tenth of a millimeter yeah. in thickness it's got to be fairly so it'll, it'll high get, tolerance but it'll get there it'll get there eventually yeah. yeah um i think that the resin stuff is a little too toxic a little too just not the best stuff to be working with there's right. other mediums that they use in industrial yeah and it, it's more of like a, a 
a fine powder right and it's laser cured it does it much so better that push job. down will eventually come where that becomes cost um not cost inhibitive to do it at right. home and, and so, i mean that's all this technology right is as it gets simplified and there's more people buying it and they're like oh we could actually do this for home use right yeah yeah and i mean you know everything that starts industrial will work its way down to the consumer eventually yeah so i think that would be safer for children and young right. people coming up like i definitely wouldn't recommend giving your child a, your eight-year-old a resin printer because right. they're going to end up with all kinds of chemical burns and, right you know chemical sensitivities down the anyway line from doing I mean, these things my lord there's a ton right there's way more sensitivities to everything nowadays right so absolutely. i could only imagine <laughs> i could only imagine right yeah i mean yeah. i've done enough damage to my body with chemicals yep. in my normal line of work that you know that i'm not super sensitive at work yep but when i watch all the videos on on printing with resin and they're like oh be sure to wear your gloves be sure to clean up be sure to you know right all these extra precautions it's like oh okay maybe maybe it, this one will be the one that gets me so yeah. i will wear my gloves right i will take my yeah extra, yeah because yeah. at the end of the day second. right you just you never want to uh right create issues create because you're just doing it for fun contribute to my own demise ah, right my hobby that's a great idea yeah huh. something's gonna get you it might as well yeah. be you right yeah. everybody gotta <laughs> die of something um so we're almost done. What would your, from your experience for telling somebody that wants to get into it and kind of those few things, like what would be sort of your, your three pro tips um, of going in um, whether it be research or whether it be, you know, start small or, you know, what would be like three tips you'd tell somebody that's watching this, that's interested enough to doing it um, to get started uh i would check out a couple of different youtube channels um uncle jesse on youtube uh tested with uh adam savage um i would say nico industries if you want to get into looking at models and seeing the what can be done and this is just a guy in a garage right and he's doing the modeling uh if you want to get more into the nuts and bolts of it, Thomas Salander, Sandlander, it's, it's Swedish. I, right. I, I know the guy to see him, but yep. I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, they're very good. Um, basically look up anybody, 3d printing nerd, 3d printing professor. They're all really good and have very good introduction videos about like, yeah printing. the whole tutorial kind of thing yeah cool. um i wouldn't necessarily recommend just going on aliexpress or amazon and buying the cheapest one you can find um learn which manufacturers are good which ones you know are a little less reputable because unfortunately a lot of these machines are made in china the quality control is not so good on the knockoff of a knockoff of a knockoff and so i like elegoo anycubic uh creality i'm sure there's another one that i'm forgetting it's gone yeah. but uh those four 
if you get it from their specific online stores yep. or their presence on Amazon, you're not likely to find a massive electrical short that's going to burn your house down. But there were concerns about ones that came out a couple of years ago where, you know, they, they would just, the power supply would spontaneously combust and, you know, Oh, well, good thing we had it out in the shed in the right. backyard. Cause it's now a pile of ash. Nice. Um, I, I, I mean, I think that's any consumer electronics, right? Yes. It, <laughs> but again, these are made in, you know, yep. some, the, the developers, the guys who are doing all of the R and D, Alagu, Creality, Anycubic, they're doing all the, the proper testing and getting all the CSA yep. approvals and, and underwriter labs and all that kind of stuff. The other, Oh, it's Bob's printer warehouse yep. on AliExpress. Not so much. It's no. probably got a sticker, but you can print a sticker off just about any 3d or off any common printer yep. and stick it on there. Yep. We passed all of our certifications too. Yep. look at us. So be careful where you buy it. Um, you can find them on marketplace, uh, the Ender three, the Ender three pro, the CR 10 S like I use are good high volume printers, probably, well, most of the software is free to use. Um, so it's easy to find, it's right. easy to set up. Uh, you shouldn't run into too many problems. I would probably aim for an Ender three to start. They have a decent enough build volume that you're not going to immediately outgrow it because that was sort of the reason that I ended up with the CR 10. Right. I got that, the, the monoprice mini for Christmas. And by the time tax season came around in end of February, beginning of March, I was like, can I buy a bigger? Right. Printer? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, right. You might as well get something that you could, that you you can grow into. Right. Because I mean, you know, even the, the, Blade Runner blaster. It had to be printed in parts because any part of that was going to be bigger than I could actually print on the little four by four by four right. printer that I had. So I needed something bigger where I could, I can print a helmet yeah. and it doesn't take me a month worth of yes. little pieces, 10 hour jobs. Interesting. Um, and then just from a, uh, cause you're downloading most of these as, as files. Yes. Um, do you got a website that you enjoy that has high quality files that need little to no adjustments or. Yes. Um, well, first off, you're going to need a slicer, which is the, the software program that turns it from a 3d object into a path for the hot end print. Um, I use Ultimaker Cura, C-U-R-A. If you search it online, you can find it. Um, but for the files, uh, Pinshape, P-I-N-S-H-A-P-E is a good one. Thingiverse is massive. I've it's heard got, of that one, yeah. It's millions of different uh, free models in most cases. And they'll have everything from little widgets to hold your cables yep to helmets to swords to everything gun mounts uh things for your gopro you know cool. horns for your construction helmet whatever right yeah want. yeah yeah there's somebody's out there 3d modeling it it's yeah. on thing of it cool 
cool. And I mean, everybody, it, the 3D modeling is really quite easy now. We're getting easier. Right. The more people are using it. So, uh, yeah, those two are most of the ones that I go to along with Patreon. If you can find a developer that you like or a 3D modeler that right. you like, you know, the more people get into it, the the better it is for everybody because the more things will become available. Yep. Well, cool. I really do appreciate your time here and talking about something I have very little knowing of. And it's, as I say, it's such a, it's such a cool hobby and it's just, it's like just the knickknacks and the little things that, you know, you think about and be like, oh, that'd be cool if I had that. And it's like, oh man, I know a guy that can do stuff like that. And it's like, as you say, um, from the simplicity of, of a clip, because it, the clip makes something easier in your life or mm. a holder or, and just the cool stuff that, um, you can get to just decorate your wall. It's, it's a fascinating hobby. And as I say, it, it lets you flex your, uh, creativity, which I think is always good in this, uh, day and age. There's so many people that are just, <sighs> lumps on a log right yeah i i just way too much of a fidget i just can't sit still yeah i it's good I'm, man I'm forever sitting on the couch going okay this is the third show of this i could be out in my shed making uh, something or building something yeah <laughs> and, and i can watch another show <laughs> <laughs> so could my wife yeah but, you know every, but yeah everybody's it, different I'm, yeah i'm sure some part of it is adhd or uh, yeah, it's it's all in how you kind of how you treat your home time and your shutdown time and 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 what you as you say you know how you can value that time on the couch to watch another show or another episode versus be like I could be getting something cool made or done mm. or yeah and it's a cool hobby because right you can kind of set up and then you can uh, walk away from it yeah 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 and being that it's a hobby not my business at yeah. this point still you know makes it fun so i value my time in my yep. shed or yeah or 3d modeling it's not uh, i have to go and do that thing right yeah 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 because as soon as it's yeah paying a bill or it's got bills to be paid for it, it it does change it but i mean they always say like right if you're looking for something find something you love to do mm -hmm. and it's never a job right? right so that's it's always neat if you ever kind of get to that point where you you start making consistent dollars it's like oh you know what i do enjoy doing it. and it's cool that you can there's people out there mm -hmm. doing that and that it's something that you can do from your you don't need a office space you can do it out of a shed you can do it out of a garage you can do it out of you know even if your if your basement is heated and and yep. relatively temperature stable you could just put to put a table downstairs with two or three printers and away you go yeah and, I mean, and accessible yeah. right and as we said it only it, the cost to entry as soon as and as i i think early on we were saying you know you're like oh you know it's a few hundred dollars and i'm like well once you have adult money mm -hmm. or have extra adult mm -hmm. money let's be honest yep if if uh <laughs> bills and everything's taken care of and all of a sudden you're like oh well you know what all of a sudden i have an extra couple hundred dollars every month that i can that you can tag for something enjoyable yeah um you know i mean you could travel except covid so yeah well that, that money think, for vacation can go into a really yes, nice printer now. yeah 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 exactly it's uh it's cool it's something cool to think about and as i say um 
maybe my wife will uh, not see it as another thing. <laughs> maybe right. I, if I make her cool shit, she'll be on board. Good luck with that. Yeah. Anyway, I'll let you. Uh, we'll end it here. And again, thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. And thank um, you. if you like Dan today, uh, we'll have him on again an episode of uh, Hanging Out the Barbershop, where I think we're going to have Wes in. And we're just going to kind of do a catch up and a buddy chat. And um, as always, right, uh, don't hesitate to uh, leave a comment or uh, give us a nod. And if you want to have any questions about 3D printing, man, fire away. And we're happy to uh, throw those questions to Dan or uh, have him back on for another episode. So thanks for being a great guest. Thank you. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us on Scotty's Journey. Don't forget to like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And join us next time when Scotty tries to learn something new, because Scotty doesn't know. Scotty Doesn't Know is a Sawcast production.